Welcome to ACNL in Action, brought to you by the Association of California Nurse Leaders. I'm your host, Charlene Platon. Our guest today is Janice Nissen, nurse by background and healthcare strategist who's worked for companies like Merck and Abbott Laboratories. Janice serves on the steering committee for the Certified Nurse Medical Affairs Professional Program run by the Accreditation Council for Medical Affairs. She'll be presenting at the Nursing World Conference in a few weeks on the topic of how nurses can prepare for a career in the life science industry, and we get to give you a little sneak peek. Thank you so much, Janice, for joining us today. Thank you, Charlene. It's really a pleasure to be here. We're so excited to have you, and let's dive right in. There's a lot to talk about, and I'm really excited to see that you're a nurse by background. And how did you make that transition into a healthcare executive at some of the top biopharmaceutical firms? Yes. So uh, I guess it's a long journey, but um, one that actually occurred uh, after only about three years, I admit, working at medical and surgical ICU at a pediatric hospital in Chicago. Um, I was newly married at the time, and I really hated working nights. <laughs> I had a really hard time with that, and I know a lot of the nurses listening today can appreciate that. Um, and so I saw a position for a nurse clinician at Abbott Laboratories for a new business they were starting. And my role was to actually go and visit patients in the hospital that were going home on parenteral or enteral therapy and ensure that they understood how to take care of their incision, how to operate their pump and adhere to their therapy. And then after that, I'd go visit them at their home. And it actually was a business just getting started. So it took me all over the United States um, to visit these patients. It was you know, quite exciting. And it's funny now today to see how important home care has become once again in our healthcare environment. Um, so that was, but that role then led to many other roles at Abbott in training and in sales, marketing, um, and communications. And then after 13 years at Abbott, I moved over to Merck and did a number of roles there. The last one being one that brought me very close to my nursing background once again, which was leading a center of excellence on patient engagement and ensuring that we, our team brought the patient perspective to all aspects of the business, how we did clinical trials, how we packaged products with patients in mind, how we ensured that instructions for use were health literate and understandable, and how we worked with uh, patient advocacy groups to help access and reimbursement. Yes, and it's so great to see how the nursing profession can really translate and lead to other careers and the sciences, including life sciences. And you know, for our, our listeners, they may not they may not be familiar with the term life sciences. And how would you describe that to someone who might be new to that term or who's interested in that career path? Yes, no, that's a great question. It is important that we define what is a life science company. And that the companies that are comprised in that industry are biopharmaceutical companies, medical device companies, diagnostic companies, um, any health technology company. And then there's a whole host of companies that support those companies um, in the way of providing data, in the way of providing um, analytics and market research. 
So it's actually quite a big industry, over $133 billion, and it's continuing to grow um, at you know well over 8% per year. And I think we know that as science continues to evolve and medicine gets even more and more complex, the treatments become more and more complex. And um, there's so many opportunities that nurses can find within that industry. Absolutely. And thank you so much for that summary. That is really helpful. And it is really, it is something to think about how big that industry is and what it actually encompasses. And in terms of opportunities, what would you say are some of those opportunities that do exist for nurses who are interested in the life sciences industry, as opposed to providing direct patient care? Yes. So it is a transition. Absolutely. We'll admit that. Um, that, you know, you're moving from the direct patient care to what I would say is a much broader, but indirect uh, impact on patients. So when you think about the work you do at a life science company, you know, you're impacting millions of patients with the product or service that that company is providing to patients. But I think what's most important for nurses is to know that they have to learn about the industry. So I don't know about you, Charlene, but I know when I was in school, in in my bachelor program, um, I didn't know anything about this industry. Um, And and in fact, even at the master's and doctoral level, understanding and learning about this industry, how it operates, how it's regulated, even what the roles are that are available to nurses is not part of the curriculum. And I really hope that we can change that because there are so many opportunities um, that are available to nurses, but it really kind of depends on um, what your areas of interest are. And so we can talk more about that if you'd like. Yeah. And you're right. You know, throughout my nursing education, I went to my bachelor's program, my grad school program, and I didn't really find myself learning so much in depth about the life sciences or what that entailed in terms of a nursing career option. And you know, that is a definitely feasible option nowadays with all the different opportunities and companies that are out there and how much of them are really looking at that uh, expertise that could be provided by a nurse. And yes, would love to see what are some of those um, examples, some of those typical roles that nurses might find themselves in after making this transition. Yeah. So, you know, what nurses are bringing is they're bringing the medical knowledge, they're bringing the clinical knowledge, they're bringing the understanding of how care is delivered um, at different sites of care. And importantly, they're thinking about the patient and they're thinking about the patient and their family, more so than a physician, more so than a pharmacist. So um, it's, 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 you know, so many skills that they are actually bringing. So some of the skills, um, and uh, uh, we'll talk about the skills in a minute, but some of the roles that are, are available for nurses Um, If you look at the medical, what we call the medical affairs area, it's roles like medical writing, um, all of the different documentation um, that requires medical uh, knowledge uh, and clinical knowledge and terminology. Um, It also can include medical information, knowing that companies have to provide are obligated to provide accurate information, whether to healthcare professionals or to consumers um, when they contact the company. A medical science liaison 
who works directly with key opinion leaders in, the, in a given field and be able to talk about the latest research in that area. It can range into um, roles that are in the uh, R&D or research and development area, like clinical trial um, operations, uh, visiting clinical trial sites and ensuring that um, the, the patients are enrolling in the trial, that there's the right diversity in the trial. Uh, it, can be, it can range into outcomes research, ensuring that we have the right studies that show the value of the products that are being developed so that insurers will be able to cover and provide access to patients. It can cover roles like nurse educators and making sure that providers understand for these more complex uh, products that are being developed, um, how they're actually utilized, especially um, you know, from a patient perspective. Um, it can also encompass roles like sales or account management or marketing as well. Um, understanding that um, nurses can provide an understanding of that uh, environment where, again, these products are all utilized. So those are really just, and, and uh, lastly, I'll mention pharmacovigilance, which when I first entered the industry, I had no idea what that term meant, <laughs> <laughs> which really speaks to the educational need about understanding the industry and how it operates. But pharmacovigilance is essentially product safety ensuring that we are following patients in clinical trials or after a product is launched, if there are adverse events that are showing up and looking for trends that might require different labeling to ensure that patients are kept safe um, on the given product or service that they are utilizing. So in the program that I've developed with four other nurses, we've built out each of these roles, as well as not only the skills you might need, but what's a typical day in the life of one of these roles? But you can see that they're quite diverse and it really depends on what your areas of interest are. Absolutely. And it sounds like the role of the nurses and their involvement in this industry has really evolved over the years too, just based on the opportunities, based on the needs and where people can actually see the value add for having a nurse on the team or someone with that expertise on the team. So really interesting to see the diverse range of options here when it comes to the life sciences. And, and because of that, I'm, I'm really curious about from your perspective, what skills or traits from the bedside make nurses uniquely valuable in, in this industry and how can they make the most of these strengths? Yes. So they're obviously bringing the medical knowledge. They're bringing the clinical knowledge, as I mentioned. Um, but aside from that, they're bringing a really good understanding of the patient and the patient's needs. Remember, nurses are consistently rated number one in the Gallup poll as the most trusted healthcare professional. Um, but they're also bringing the um, ability to communicate clearly and in an understandable manner to patients. And that's really, really another important skill. But a lot of the just the innate attributes of nurses, you know this, Charlene, are they are good critical thinkers, right? They're mm -hmm. used to taking a lot of information from many different sources, both quantitative information to ob observations that they are making of a situation and coming up very quickly with a plan of action. And they are excellent multitaskers and they're very agile and flexible. 
And finally, team players. And all of those attributes are really valuable to a life science company and to the many roles that I just described within those companies. Right. And yes, it does. It is great to see how the qualities that nurses already possess can really translate into those careers. And as a nurse who might be interested in pursuing that path, what would you say, and as a nurse who's been through that path, what would you say are some of the common hurdles that nurses can face or will face when switching from hands-on patient care roles or other roles in healthcare to the life science industry? Yeah, the number one issue that they face is they really don't know how the industry operates. And so it's very difficult to come forward and first of all, know what the roles are that they should even be considering and looking for. And then if they find a role, it's difficult to then present themselves as a candidate because they don't really understand how the industry operates. It's regulated um, and even what the roles are that they should look for. So it's really important to get the education, number one. Number two, it's important to do some research and talk to nurses that might be within the life science industry. I'm on a regular basis, literally every week, I speak to people who reach out to me on LinkedIn and I'm very happy to do it, is to talk with them and answer their questions about what the roles are, how the industry operates, um, and so how they can be best positioned. Um, so education, number one. Number two, and preparing for an interview and preparing your resume because you want to be able to translate all those important skills that you use every day at the bedside into how they can benefit um, a life science company. Yes. And if I was a nurse too, who, you know, for those nurses who had reached out to you on LinkedIn or what, what is it that you might typically say to those nurses who um, originally uh felt inclined to go into nursing because of their desire to help others and who may be reluctant to make that transition from direct patient care to maybe in more indirect role? What is it that you might say to them? Yeah, so a couple of things. First, it's um, you need to talk with people that have made the transition. Um, and I can tell you about my experience, but I encourage you to speak to many others as well. And what you'll find is there's great job satisfaction that these nurses have had, number one. Number two, they've also found great career opportunities to move within a life science company to many different areas. And number three, you will find that the companies really value the nurse perspective, um, not just at Merck, but several other very big biopharmaceutical companies. They have networks of nurses. Um, networks of nurses that are not only just providing their day-to-day -day support for the role they're in, but they're also providing consultative support to the company around other questions that they have um, as they're considering potentially, let's say, a syringe for a new uh, clinical trial or packaging for a new product that's coming. Um, they are there available um, right on staff to be able to answer those questions. So that's a really important element. You're almost like an internal consulting group to a life science company as well. And also finally to say that many of these companies have these networks of nurses. So you have a mentor and buddy system 
already in place to help you with that transition. Yes, absolutely. There, It sounds like there are several resources that nurses can look into, can tap into when they are thinking of that, of that transition and if they do pursue that transition. So absolutely great insights. And uh, I was wondering too, could you share a few stories of nurses you know of who have made successful leaps into the healthcare industry as well as the life sciences industry, and if you know the steps that they took to make it work. I know you're a great example, and if you have other yeah. stories that you might know, that'd be great to, to learn about. Yeah, so I'm probably, I'm probably not a great example in that <laughs> I was able to make that transition, right? Um, and I didn't have the education, and it took me many years to actually get the full scope of how a life science company operates. So I really would say that today, and this is why I was passionate about developing that educational program, is because it wasn't there and it's needed. Um, I will give you the example of one nurse that I worked with at Merck who worked at another company um, for five years in medical affairs. And what she said was, I then took an educational program called the Board Certified Medical Affairs Specialist because she was a medical science liaison. And she said, I needed that program day one. I didn't need it five years later. It could have helped me so much. She literally said, I didn't know the departments. When people would talk about different departments I should be interacting with, I didn't know what they were talking about. I would have had that knowledge and information had I taken this educational program. Um, and, and you know, she has people who reach out to her to think about getting the education think about it because you're also going to get nursing credits. Um, the educational program offers 15 hours of nursing credits, which is almost someone's annual requirement for most states. Um, and so, you know, it's really a good step that you can take in, in preparing yourself. I will say that there are some transitions that you do need to think about um, in that the work environment will be different right? You might have the opportunity to work in a hybrid mode or in a remote role. Um, you will need to do Zoom and online meeting platforms, um, which is very different than working at the bedside. So that's something to think about as well. Some roles might require travel. So you need to think about that as well. Um, but many nurses keep up their license and either volunteer or work a shift, you know, periodically just to keep their hands in some of the direct patient care. And that's also a really positive part of the transition, moving from the bedside to a corporate environment. Yes. And thank you for sharing that information. And it does sound like the professional program uh, that you're involved with is a really great resource for the nurses who want to learn more about this industry and how can nurses sign up for this program? How can they actually join this and, and be part of this training? Yes. So um, they can just go to the link called nurse to pharma.org. Um, and we can follow up with you with that, that link afterwards, if you'd like, but that will take you to the website that will take you through the program. And you will see it's a pretty comprehensive program, 15 modules um, going through how the industry operates, 
you know, how it's regulated, what are the compliance considerations, what are the roles, and finally, what are those important transition considerations that you need to think about as you go through this? In fact, today, I just got an email on LinkedIn from a woman who's taking the course, and she said, I'm 53% through the course, because it is self-paced and it is online. And she said, I'm loving it. It's so helpful and so informative. So that's some, you know, early feedback uh, on our program, which really just launched in July. That's wonderful. And congratulations on that launch. That sounds like a really great start to someone who wants to learn more about this. And you did mention uh, mentoring and networking earlier in our conversation, and it could be really hard for nurses to find the right mentors, to find the right network to uh, learn more about this industry. Do you have any advice for how nurses can find these mentors or others who are in this network? Yes, absolutely. So, uh, People should feel free to reach out to me on LinkedIn. I have a huge network of nurses I can connect people to. Um, the program was developed with four other nurses, all working in life science companies. But also, I was really happy to learn that on LinkedIn, there are many nursing communities um, that individuals can join and also network with other people. Um, so I think that's really important as well. And that's what I love about your association is that you have a wide variety of members in different roles. And, um, you know, hopefully this has been helpful to help them learn about this career opportunity. But maybe some of your members are already in life science companies as well. Yes. And and you mentioned that other nurses were involved in the creation of the program. How How long did that take? What was that process like to put that all together to really get this content together for to help um, provide this information to nurses? Yes. Um, so first, I'll say that the four nurses I worked with were amazing. Um, and they had the same passion that I did about developing this program, because we know there's an educational void here. It's not covered in the training programs. Um, so uh, the first thing was to find a partner and the Accreditation Council for Medical Affairs um, had a lot of the content that we knew that we needed in the program. And so that was really, really helpful. So we started our work in earnest in January and spent the next couple of months going through all of the existing content and then developing new content so that it would be absolutely customized for nurses. And um, we then needed to get accreditation for the nursing credit hours. Um, the program already is credentialed, um, but we needed the credit hours. And so that took a little bit of time. And then we launched it, as I said, really at the end of June, beginning of July. So it's still very, very new at this point, but um, it was a labor of love. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. It's always so nice to see examples of nurses building these um, solutions, providing this education for those gaps. And nurses are some of the best teachers and educators. So I think that what you've all built is a really, a really amazing resource. And I'm curious too, with your involvement as a member of the steering committee for the Certified Nurse Medical Affairs Professional Program, what are your thoughts on other certifications or other qualifications that nurses should consider to boost their prospects in the life science industry? Yes. Yeah, so I think the Certified Nurse Medical Affairs Professional, the one we're talking about, 
offers the broadest opportunities for nurses in life science. But I would like to mention another program that the Accreditation Council for Medical Affairs has, and that's the uh, program called um, the Prior um, Authorization uh, Certified Specialist. And that program called PACS is um, for nurses who are really well positioned to help navigate access and reimbursement for patients and for health systems. And so there are many nurses today um, that have taken that program and are doing that role, whether it be on behalf of a health system or a provider practice um, or a biopharmaceutical company as well. So that is another uh, program that I would highly recommend as well uh, for nurses. And maybe there'll be others that will come in the future as well. Yes, thank you for sharing. That sounds like a really exciting program. Definitely relevant nowadays, especially with initiatives too, like the National Commission for Nurse Reimbursement for really looking into ways how nurses can be involved with the reimbursement side. And, and so that sounds like a great opportunity. And I know that we're almost towards the end of our conversation already, but I wanted to give you some time to share any additional insights, comments that you might want to share with our listeners who are interested in this industry, who are interested in being involved as nurses or making that transition. So open to any additional comments that you have. Thank you. And thank you again for this opportunity. It's been so nice chatting with you. Um, uh, first, I would say that I have had this idea to develop this program for many, many years. And so I'm absolutely thrilled um, that we've been able to partner with ACMA to, to develop it and to bring it to nurses. So I'm very excited. Um, I wanna be clear that I am not trying to, with this program, to worsen the nursing shortage at, at the bedside. Because the nurses that are best positioned to come and work in a life science companies are the ones that have already worked at the bedside, but are looking for something different. Maybe there are even people that have, um, you know, they're a little bit older. Maybe they um, physically find working at the bedside is challenging. This is a great opportunity. And this industry offers potentially more career advancement, very strong compensation package and benefits, it offers a work environment that might allow more flexibility for nurses. And I, it, it's, it's just a great opportunity to continue to utilize the hard-earned skills that you have gone to school for and that you've worked at the bedside to leverage. So I'm really hopeful that your members, if they have connections to colleges and universities, that they can help them see this is not here as competition or to exacerbate a nursing shortage. It's to provide more career opportunities. Wonderful. And can you share one more time where nurses can find more information about the Certified Nurse Medical Affairs Professional Program? Yes, it's nurse2pharma.org. Great. Thank you so much. And thank you, Janice, for being part of our podcast and for being in our episode today. We really appreciate your insights and for sharing the vast opportunities for nurses out there. So we really thank you so much for coming. Thank you very much. And I'm happy to take any uh, requests for follow-up information from any of your members. They can find me on LinkedIn. Thank you, Charlene. Really enjoyed it today.
Thank you so much, Janice. And our guest today was Janice Nissen, who will be presenting at the Nursing World Conference this October. And we'd love to hear your feedback. Email us at social media at acnl.org and connect with us on LinkedIn and Facebook using our ACNL nurse handle. And as always, if you like the show, please remember to rate, review, and share. ACNL in Action is presented by the Association of California Nurse Leaders with new episodes on the first Friday of every month. To learn more about the show or ACNL in general, visit us at acnl.org. Thank you for listening.